Hello semuanya, uh, welcome to another episode of Podcast Manto, a podcast where we discuss the opinions, perspectives, and thoughts of the Indonesian community here in East Lansing. I am, as always, your lead host, Andika Diantoro, and I am joined here today by the whole Podcast Manto team, consisting of our co-hosts, Fahmi, Mas Fahmi, Mbatika, Febri, and also our producer and editor, Nikos Kuniawan. How are you guys today? Hello. Hey. Doing good. It's sunny outside. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so guys, we are going to talk about uh, what we have done uh, to the, this past year uh, as an e-board administration of Permias MSU. And it is also some sort of a bittersweet moment as this is also the last episode of season two of uh, Podcast Mantle. And personally, I'm very proud to say that this is also our 10th episode. We have reached double digits. So it's in a way sort of a milestone for us as well. And Maswami, I'm going to pick on you here first uh, to start us off. Uh, could you, for our audience, uh, do a bit of a recap on what of the activities we have done uh, as Permias MSU? Okay, I'll take it over. Um, I think we made quite many programs um, during this administration. Um, just to emphasize that we actually ran we ran this administration during the COVID-19 pandemic situation. So we are so grateful to be able to um, having our programs, um, even though we had lacking um, social interactions between the people, but we still can get in touch with them through virtual events. And so, yeah, we started this administration with responding to the COVID-19 pandemic by having um, a webinar about, um, it's like a lesson from the Spanish flu pandemic like a hundred years ago, and then how to reflect that situation with the current situation with our advisor, Professor um, Siddhar Chandra. Then we continued with our Zoom social to replace um, the monthly potluck that we usually had. And then we moved on. We move on with more um, collaboration in, and networking with the Permias chapters all over the states. Then we started, I think, um, starting in fall 2020, we started our podcast officially. We also had um, the newsletters, um, like, summarizing what we have done um, before the administration and um, during this administration. Then uh, we had um, our fundraising as well with the Sambal, um, Sambal Indonesia, and then our hoodies. And then ultimately we had our first ever Midwest virtual concert. Um, I think we, we have um, many more, but I just couldn't mention everything. But I mean, we felt amazing to be able to run um, those programs. I think we had like 10 programs during the administration, which is great number, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic. And also, um, I wouldn't be enough to say thank you to everyone who have been participating in our programs. So I think, yeah, that's all from me, Andika. Well, I mean, we did 10 programs and now we're doing our 10th episode. So <laughs> it's a really uh, quite a lucky such number, number 10 here. Yeah, and such a good number. I want to turn over to uh, some of our speakers here on this episode. I'm going to start with our producer, uh, Nick, here. Um, how, Hi. Do you have any favorite uh, event or activity that we did over the past year 
that uh, you know sort of resonates a good impression on you? Because for me, I mean, the, the most favorite activity that I think I've gone through or did for us is over the past year is of course our virtual concert. You know, we put a lot of work into it. It's our biggest event was streamed on YouTube, and a lot of people watch it and participated in it. Uh, how about how how is it for you, Nick? My favorite projects. Uh... Basically, anything that involves making posters, which is basically everything. But I like the podcast. Yeah, um, it was a challenge and it's a fun one to me. I had to mm -hmm. uh, challenge myself to make different uh, themes for all the podcast posters. Also, the virtual, virtual concert, of course. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, we did a lot of stuff. We did a lot of stuff. <laughs> and... Yeah, we had all these Permias chapters working together, uh, all those um, amazing performances, including our own performance, mm -hmm. which I sadly could not go see myself. That was the only bummer, I think. But yeah, I think um, everything's. I, I can't. I can't choose which one's my favorite. Um, they're they're all pretty good to me. Well, I'm glad on on your end that uh, we did good events, and it's it made it it makes you difficult to choose a particular favorite one. But I just want to say personally on this podcast as well, for the record, that um, your your post you did a really good job on those posters, and uh, also a good job providing uh, the eye candy for people on social media and everywhere to see and to be attracted to come and participate to our events. Now I'm going to turn uh, to the others, uh, Batika and Febri. Um, do you have, what's your favorite event that we have done over the past year as a new board administration? Um, I think I feel the same way as Nick. I don't think I have like most favorite. I think I enjoyed all of them and we worked very hard to make everything happen. So it's a collaborative work. Um, we spent time and our energy and heart into all these projects and it, it just differs um like experience just differ for me for each and one of them and they're all unique so um yeah i can't decide i like all of them <laughs> well i guess it's in a way in, in its way it's sort of a good problem to have given that you know as you said we've worked really, really hard on all of them. We've given our energy and time towards all of them. And uh, we had the best possible output uh, we can have. And I'm going to turn to you, Febri. Uh, how about you? Uh, do you have, is it difficult for you to also pick a particular favorite or do you have your own opinions of it in terms of what we did over the past year? Um, I feel like all our programs and our events were pretty unique. I really love all of them, but I feel like personally, the Midwest virtual concert was the most fulfilling for me. And I think it was for fulfilling for every one of us in the e-board and maybe to all the participants all over Midwest region. Um, it was just like a different kind of program we made and we pulled it off really well. And yeah, that, that was my favorite one, I guess. Well, I mean, the virtual concert is uh, it's a very popular, and it's also our biggest event, you know, uh, finishing off with, uh, with a large and big uh, thing for everybody. And uh, moving on to the, the thing I want to talk about next is uh, our experience in becoming a 
an e-board member. Um, I just want to say, first of all, that, you know, I've learned so many things uh, and done so many things. And since I've been in the e-board for thir- three years, um, it made me learn how to uh, broaden my connections to a certain and several people and also made me learn on how to manage my time because as uh, Batika said earlier, we, we poured our time and energy into making uh, stuff happen throughout the year. And I just want to, you know, get on, get opinions from you guys on what you guys learned uh, as an e-board member. I'm going to start with you here, uh, Maswami, and particularly you as the leader of our organization. Uh, what have you learned in becoming our leader over the past year? All right. Um, I've learned a lot, actually. It's like I have learned, relearned, and learned um, so many things about the leadership, how to build the connection, how to give people trust, and then how to always be prepared with the worst situation. Um, especially with the Midwest virtual concert, actually, it was a mixed feeling for me personally because I would say there was like a pleasure, also there was like disappointment at some point um, with things and stuff, but then I um, I trained myself to be like more mature in responding to the situation and then try my best to um, keep working together and then just try my best, try to enjoy the process actually. Um, yeah, trying to accommodate everybody's needs, it, it was such a challenge. Um, eventually, I feel like I'm just trying the best to, you know, fulfill all the needs of the members. I, like every time I try to um, contemplate to myself, like how much things have I done for the community or how much um, networking that I have opened for um, this administration or for um, the Permian Samishu community in the future. I have always thought, thought about that. Um, but yeah, eventually all I can say is um, I'm learning a lot about how to give your best shot in every single trial and keep enjoying the process. I mean, we learn and I feel like I have um, a lot of um, ups and downs uh, moments, but then um it is what it is. So just go and the show must go on. And yeah, I think, yeah, that's all what I can say. I mean, it must be more than that about what I've learned. But um, yeah, eventually those are the things that I can say at this moment. So I'm really grateful um, to have this um, e-board and the community. And as a follow-up question, is it, uh, I know this is might be quite redundant, but um, is it, is it, a much more of a challenge for you to lead an organization throughout this pandemic because I mean we also have the struggle of not being able to do things in person and you know you, as you mentioned you know to accommodate everybody's needs like is, is, that, is that a challenge for you and could you elaborate more on that? Okay I would say it was a challenge but um, every cloud has a silver lining. I mean, COVID-19 is definitely a, a challenge, but then um, there was also opportunity behind the challenge. So like maybe if COVID-19 didn't exist nowadays, probably we wouldn't start our podcast because basically this podcast is like um, how we would 
how we would like to say that we are tired with Zoom, then we tried new platform, then this podcast um, started. So I feel like um, COVID-19 pandemic did affect the board, but it also opened another opportunity for us, like because of this COVID, then we can broaden our networking um, with the other chapters throughout the states, which probably didn't happen previously um, with the previous e-board, um, I mean, the previous administrations. So it was a breakthrough for our administration. So I should be grateful for um, our achievements. And then just to mention that um, during the end of our administration, we got the award from um, APASO, so Asian Pacific yes. American um, Student Organization from um, at MSU that we got the best programming award from them, meaning that, yeah, we um, we actually did some breakthroughs and changes um, during the um, during the, our programs um, to address this COVID-19 pandemic. So, yeah, it's something that we should be proud of. Well, I guess hard work always has its rewards, doesn't it? Uh, but I mean, personally, also for also on the record, I also want to thank you personally for leading us through uh, this administration and, you know, uh, giving us guidance on uh, most of the time and basically leading us to a successful trajectory as it was uh, because we got an award. <laughs> That's amazing job. It's our great work. So, yeah, kudos to everybody. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm going to turn to you now, Ambatika. Um, so uh, what um, have you learned uh, throughout, throughout being an e-board member over the past year? I think that having a strong team is important. I think that's what I learned the most um, from this year. I feel like everyone in the e-board is very... Um, resilient and we are willing to work very hard a lot of you guys um, go out of your way to make things happen which is amazing um, kudos to all of you that made the virtual concert happen because that is huge um, so a strong and you know just a very connected team I guess it's very crucial um, when it comes to organizations like this and there's not a lot of us. Um, so, and it doesn't matter as long as, you know, you're very tight knit and um, you can make things happen and you can be resilient together. I think that's what I learned the most. So to put it in other ways, it could be said teamwork makes the dream work, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to turn to Nicholas now. So same question, Nick, what have you learned? Uh, throughout being uh, an eboard member, and I'm assuming one of those is uh, enhancing your Photoshop skills because you made amazing <laughs> posters for all of us. <laughs> yeah, about that. So, like, yeah, um, like Batika said, a connected team, togetherness, teamwork are all important, and I think I learned that communication is like the number one thing that I learned that is important because. I learned that it doesn't really matter how good you're one thing at handling your own responsibilities when you're just doing it alone. I think you'll need each other um, help at some point. And if you don't get that help, it's, it's going to be hard. 
So, yeah, communication and better time management because um, we have a lot of stuff to do. We don't have people in person to keep reminding us. Maybe it's just me because you guys are living in East Lansing. Lastly, I know we couldn't do anything about this, but COVID. If we, yeah, if we were all in person, I think it would make our job so much easier just because we have like control for what's what we're going to do as a team instead of going on your phone and then asking them what to do. And then, yeah, we, we don't know what's going on with each other, basically. Awesome, awesome. And as a follow-up, do you have any specific uh, poster or work that you like the best uh, throughout the past year? I'm assuming you have some favorites of, uh, you know, the things that you made for for us. Um, yes, I do have some favorites. I enjoyed making your vice president poster. Because <laughs> it was it was something different. I had, I made like those green blobs and then the how we got here series. I kind of okay. like them too. We had we had a little fun with it. Mm-hmm. And then all the together we survive the the concert posters. I think they they all look good, but they they could be better. Uh, we were just in a time crunch. I or I was. So yeah, I like all of them. And okay. thank you for everyone that posted pictures that sent us pictures. I I just wanted resources, and they're all good good pictures from all the premiers and all the performers. Okay, awesome, awesome. And now I'm going to turn to you now, Fabri. Um, what lessons have you learned uh, in becoming an eboard member? And um, would you like to share those lessons with us? Yeah, so I think I learned a great deal from Aswami, honestly. <laughs> he was uh, he was a really awesome um leader a president like he he really showed his leadership skills and but like as a whole i also learned a lot from batika um, anika and nick also like our um, work ethic and how we deal with people how we handle people and whether that be in like a positive light or a negative light, that's really important, especially if you want to lead or even run an organization. Yeah. And um, what Matika said about us, you know, being a close knit e-board, we don't have a lot of people in this e-board. We only have how many? One, six people? Yeah, six. So we have six people and we got a lot of things done. So I think um, I learned that, you know, even if we had to, make an event as big as the Midwest virtual concert um, with six people, you know, six people, core team, six people. What I learned is if we trust each other and if we like keep each other, you know, keep each other's back. Yes. Yes. We have to have each other's back. And um, like, also you have to think about like time management. That's really significant, significant in leadership that really made the team you know the dream work whatever that quote is i don't even know <laughs> but yeah that i really learned a lot from this eboard and you know 
I really wish this eboard could continue until like I graduate or until we, all of us graduate because we all really have great, great chemistry, I feel like. Well, I couldn't agree more. And would you, uh, as a follow-up, would you think uh, resilience is a core value in our eboard? Because, you know, as for obvious reasons, we are in a pandemic, yet we still put out a lot of stuff and we earn an achievement for it. What do you think about that? Yeah, I feel, yeah, that resilience and also keeping each other accountable is really important to keep going forward. And, you know, if we stumble along the way with like dealing with people or like we don't have enough resources, we just got to work with what we have or resources and just use that to the best of our abilities and make it work because you know anything is really possible at this point <laughs> awesome awesome well i'm 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 glad to hear the opinions of you guys uh on this administration and um for now i'm going to move on to uh, the reason why we are all gathered here today, which is the podcast itself. And honestly, guys, I can't even believe that uh, we are about to finish our second season. Uh, we, we, This is our 10th episode. And we honestly, I've had really a lot of fun making this along the way. And I've learned a lot from also from what you guys have to say about certain topics. I remember when we first taped this back in October, if we uh, we taped about uh, Batik Day, and during the first episode of our second season, we taped about uh, Indonesian food, and we started taking questions from people throughout this uh, second season. And I want to ask, uh, you know, uh, if you guys have a certain favorite episode that uh, you enjoyed making. I want to start with uh, Mas Fahmi first. Uh, what was your favorite episode uh, along uh, this whole podcast monthly journey? <laughs> oh my goodness, it was a uh, it was great question and so tough to answer. But if I have to choose one, I think I would choose the Indonesian delicacy episode because <laughs> I feel I really felt that moment we had such a really strong chemistry, and then we had a lot of laugh and jokes and even we tried the sambal while answering the questions yes. from audience yes it never like it never happened um previously um with the other episodes i mean of course because we were um just talking about the food so it it was really related to have the um food tasting session as well but i mean it was so fun um to have that indonesian delicacy and i think i promoted the episode um, so often, especially to my um, American friends. So I really encourage them to just like, hey, just listen to it if you are really interested with Indonesia. So then they, yeah, basically they give um, a lot of um, good thoughts about it and they feel like I'm so excited to be hoping to go to Indonesia or just um, try the Indonesian delicacies. So um, that was awesome for me. But um, without, without, um, how can I say that? Um, without loss, my respect to the other episodes. But yeah, above all, Indonesian delicacy is like my sweet memories um, among the all podcast episodes. And I think also, uh, you know, we we challenged ourselves in that episode. We we answered questions from the audience while eating sambal. 
which is a very interesting thing to do because of, of all of season one, we just sat down and talked about stuff. <laughs> so that was a great idea. Yeah, that's true. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm, on go- I'm gonna move to you next here, Mbatika. Uh, do you have a, a favorite episode that uh, you like making? I second Fahmi. That was my favorite um, episode. It was really fun. Um, and I think, yeah, we all had fun doing it. And I had several people listen to it. And when it comes to like the Q&A, we were all laughing and they were like, what the hell? You guys are so loud. We're like, yeah, because you had so much fun. <laughs> so yeah, that was my favorite. And I think also um, the grad like how we got here grad episode um that was also my second because i i can't remember the first episodes anymore but the second one would be like yeah the graduate one because um there was a lot of self-reflection when that happened um so that was that was actually pretty nice is it Is the is the how we got here grad edition also a favorite to you because you also get to share uh, your knowledge and experience about being a grad student to others? Yeah, part of it is that it's because um, in Indo the only way that people know how to get here is through LPDP or Fulbright. Um, like they barely know anything about graduate assistantship and how how you can get it, you know, things like that. So I, and I am more than happy to share the process and how I got um, that funding. And um, I think a lot of Indonesian um, people, Indonesian students are more than capable of coming here um, using, you know, that graduate assistantship um, and, not only LPDP or Fulbright, you know? So um, hopefully there's more um, Indonesians who hear from back, who listen to this back home and um, figure out a way um, to get here if that's their dream. Okay, awesome. But, and also I want to point out that uh, to the best of my memory, if I remember correctly, uh, Uh, me, Masfahmi, Mbatika, and Febri uh, made quite a quite an interesting discovery when we uh, taped uh, the Indonesian delicacy episode. And that interesting uh, thing that we learned about each other is that all of us uh, happen to be on the same side of not mixing a porridge. Because usually that is a, a conversation for uh, debate in some cases, or at most in my experience. But, you know, as Maswakmi said, you know, the, the chemistry of us was seen uh, very much in that episode. And also due to that interesting discovery. So uh, in a way, I, 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 I kind of like that episode also because it, learned, it makes us you know, learn about each other. You know, I think we were pretty shocked when we found that out uh, when we taped that. <laughs> okay, uh, now I'm gonna move to uh, Nicholas over here. Uh, uh, do you have a favorite episode uh, that uh, you like making uh, among the 10 that we have done so far? Uh, and I know you mentioned that you you like the How We Got Here series, but 
do you also have other preferences? Um, yes. Um, yes. So the both the How We Got Here graduate edition and the undergraduate edition, I think they were my favorites too. And also the Indonesian culinary one. Because uh, the graduate edition, I actually, it was actually pretty educational for me. Um, I learned one new, a uh, couple new things, and I really appreciate the grad students in the episode pouring some knowledge that they gained from their undergrad years. I think um, they're going to be helpful for me later since I'm an undergraduate right now. And the uh, undergraduate students edition. I really liked them because it felt like I was talking to them basically in a conversation because basically I'm here alone and there's no um, Indonesian students here. And it felt like I was talking to them since I knew, I know um, a couple of people there. I think it was you, Andika, and Febri, Raymond, and Jasmine. And yeah, I haven't met you guys in a while. And that was a, that was a nice, uh, episode to like bring back the good times kind of and the indonesian culinary we're talking about food i like food so (laughs) i like the episode (laughs) yeah uh are you also fond of the uh how we got to undergraduate edition because you know some of the stuff that we discuss uh sort of resonates with you in terms of like you know the struggles you had to get through in getting to msu and several other things yeah, um, kind of, and also the uh, um, Raymond is hilarious. Um, if you guys, <laughs> if you guys uh, seen the episode or I guess listen to the episode, he said that he didn't like, or maybe he doesn't like mac and cheese. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, he's yeah, such that's... a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, uh, I, I, I'm glad we found also the fun and educational purposes in uh, our episode. And now I'm going to turn to you, Nafeb. The same question as to everyone. Uh, do you have a favorite episode that uh, you like making among the 10 that we have already done? Um, I think the funniest we've done was the Indonesian culinary one. Um, yeah, we were all dying from sambal. <laughs> I remember Masfami just laughing in my ears so loud <laughs> and then wait we sit down far away no but i could like hear you you're laughing oh my gosh. so loud. i think it was everyone's laugh, laugh combined well yeah. it, was really, it was really fun and i think the most um inspiring one was the for me personally was the recent one the kartini day mm-hmm. yeah it was really nice i didn't participate um, talking in the podcast, but I did some tech work in the back. And so I got to focus on, you know, what everyone was sharing, especially like um, Ella and Masrian and Shava, um, Mbak. Yeah, sorry. Um, they, you know, especially Mbastri's uh, story about like being a housewife was like different, not housewife, sorry. Blah. Um, being a wife, <laughs> being a wife, <laughs> and you know, and also you know, studying, getting her like graduate, I think, or PhD, right? Uh, her master. Her master's, yeah, mm-hmm. education, and also right, like a balancing that wife kind of role, 
it, it was really hard and it kind of like opened my eyes a little bit. You know, I, I we're all in our 20s, especially in me and Batika right here. Ooh, girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> we barely focus on ourselves. Shit. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, we're in our 20s and, you know, um, like Asian culture, it's always like, oh, when you're like in your 25, you always ha- you have to get married. You're expected to d- do this and that. But, you know, what Basri said was really inspiring. And it kind of it was really like, dang, you know, it's a lot of expectations from your family, from um, your school, university, how to be a great student. But also, you know, thinking about your own expectations, how to balance all this and manage this. You know, it was really, honestly, it made me... Always made me cry. <laughs> Aww. And uh, did did you find it also inspiring because it uh, sort of resonates with your experiences as a woman? You know, uh, you have to deal with family expectations. Uh, I think I remember uh, sharing about, you know, breaking the barrier uh, of her as a woman uh, to, towards like how society views her. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I think Batika could also back me into this too, you know. It, wait, have you listened to it? Batika? Yeah, it's... <laughs> um, Our country, our culture, I guess, um, is very based on your gender. Um, and it's, it's gender heavy, I would say. Mm-hmm. And um, the expectations for women are just, it, you know, out of out of this world um you are expected to do so many things at once but very little guidance support um so it's 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 not realistic in a way and um we just need to empower more women and provide more support and resources uh, for fellow women so we can succeed together so we can um you know like (laughs) I think the goal is not to fulfill the society, the society's expectation of us, but is to make their life richer, mm-hmm. individual lives richer. And that's the, the point of Kartini, right? It's to make, to make women's life richer so they can, so they can give back in a way that it can be within their own family. It's, it can be with the society. So, but the point is, to support women, to empower women um, so they can be who they are, like who they want to be and what they want to be. So I agree with you, Fabi. It's, yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> yep, really wild. And that's why everyone should listen to that episode. Learn. <laughs> and also uh, a favorite uh, thing that I love about that particular episode is that uh, Masrian was on the on the episode at the time, and we talked about how he supports Baastri as a husband, uh, which is very very awesome. Considering that you know uh, Baastri is doing a lot, you know, with her master's degree, and you know, having uh, to do a lot to get that, and I just find it really really cool. And being from a person who is raised by a strong woman. Uh, you know, just it, it makes me realize that, you know, well, uh, women can do what men do and they can be their own person. So I find that really, really awesome. Uh, and it's 
it's important to normalize men supporting women. Exactly. Because all this time, the saying is that when a man is within power, like he's strong, like look at look at their wife, like look at the women behind that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the saying in our country. But why can't it be the other way? Why can't we like women, men and women support each other side side by side? So um like it's amazing to hear stories that husbands supporting their wives because we don't hear a lot of that so it's amazing to hear that but it shouldn't be like that what it should be is that it's normalized so like for example if there's a a married couple and they have a child and like you hear um the wife said yeah my husband helps me with changing the diaper and you know um making the bottles and all whatnot. And their friends would be like, oh my God, you have such an amazing husband, very supportive. It shouldn't be like that. It's his kid too. <laughs> you know, it's it's not just her child. So it's it's both of their responsibilities. You know, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, I do. and mm-hmm. like a marriage life, it's a partnership. So, you know, it's just, we need to normalize that more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, uh, again, uh, that's that's one of the things that makes the episode very interesting. So, for you audience members, you know, uh, if you haven't got the chance to listen to uh, the Kartini episode, uh, go ahead. It's it's on Spotify. And also about uh, more about the podcast. Um, one of the best things I have ever experienced making this episode. Uh, or all the episodes that we've made in general uh, is the feedback that I get from our listeners. Because one feedback that resonates with me very, very uh, well is that I, I shared this ep- uh, one episode. I think it was the Indonesian culinary uh, episode that we did to one of my friends. Uh, and I think, if I remember correctly, she said to me that, uh, first of all, thank you to me. And... Uh, she said that this podcast makes me feel uh, less lonely, which is a very, very touching thing for me to hear, given that uh, also, first of all, we are uh, in a pandemic where most of the time we're at home. And second, you know, I, I never thought that uh, our podcast itself would have such a resonating impression to others in terms of uh, how good they perceive it uh to us and i just want to ask out of curiosity you know have any one of you guys had a similar experience as me maybe i can start with uh, maswami and i think you've mentioned it you've shared uh our podcast with some of your fellow uh friends and all that uh do you have the same experience as i did yeah i think it's more like i tried to introduce about indonesia to america to my American friends in different way because uh, most of them were excited to know about my origin or my religion. <laughs> so when, I, when I'm talking about my origin, which is um, Indonesia, so then I just, um, I shared to them a couple of links from our podcast, um, like the Batik, Indonesian delicacy, and then um, what else things that are related with the Indonesian culture. But I think most um, these two episodes that I shared to them, 
and they start to listen. And I think one of my friends, um, he, he really likes to listen our podcast um, while driving from mm-hmm. um, home back to the work. And he said like, yeah, I enjoy listening to the podcast um, on the way um, go to work or on the way to back home. And he got more exposure about Indonesian after listening to our podcast. So he said like, oh yeah, thank you for um, giving me more exposure to your country. I think your country is so beautiful. So I got, I gained more knowledge from your podcast. So it's such a good comment from, you know, from a fellow who maybe knows about Indonesia, but not that much. But with this podcast, like he can listen um, the explanation in the fun way, anytime, anywhere. He can just um, play and pause whenever it's needed. So it's really, um, it's really fun to have this media. So next time when I when I meet um, new people or new um, friends, uh, like in international community, so I can easily direct them to the Spotify to our podcast um, to introduce them to Indonesian culture. So we had we have a lot of things here to be shared to them. So that's um, my my experience about um, sharing to the international community or just to the American um, people about our country. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and I wanna ask the same thing from either Batika, Febri or Nicholas. Like, have you had any similar experiences where you get feedback about uh, sharing our podcast? Um, I shared my podcast with my friends back home mm-hmm. and I think they were <laughs> they were kind of like surprised that I talk. <laughs> <laughs> is it a good surprise though? Yeah, it is a good surprise, but I'm kind of like, uh, what do you mean? And they're like, wow, you actually can talk. <laughs> you can actually carry out conversation. It's <laughs> such an impression. That's my blowing. Most of them was like for my family because I don't know. I think they considered me as like a person who's like, you know, I don't really take things seriously. But, you know, as I grow up, as I mature, maybe like a little bit. um, Yeah, I mean, I could carry out deeper talks with each people. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) It's very interesting. How about uh, you, Mbatika? Uh, any similar experiences to maybe Maspah, Mimi, and Febri about sharing our podcast? Not really. I mean, um, it was just that, the, the Indonesian delicacy one. It's just like, you guys are loud. I'm like, yes, we are. Yes, we are. You better believe we are loud. Um, but... That's mostly it. I mean, I guess because I always talk about India with my friends anyway. So it's like <laughs> they, don't, they don't know. But yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, anything uh, you would like to add, Nick, to uh, our experiences in sharing podcasts to people? God, Nick. No, oh, but I feel like Nick, oh, you shared our virtual concert with your friends right oh that that's true yeah <laughs> his I mean, friends that, were so hilarious on youtube yeah yeah, yeah exactly i'm like that's so cute that's not podcast but it's really cute of your friends yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah i didn't expect at all that he has such really funny friends they were so like, oh my god they were loud I mean, I, exactly I thought, 
found me, I thought you said, oh my God, I don't think Mick has friends. I was like, okay. <laughs> you can say that. I double you. I second you. He does have friends. Wow. He does. He does. Mick is amazing. Yes, he is. So, uh, yeah, I posted uh, the D-Day poster on my story. And then it was at eight-ish. So we usually go at a friend's house. I usually go as friend house at around seven, and then since I'm doing the, I was doing the concert thing, they just decided to come in and make a bunch of comments. Awesome comments, though. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad they they knew, you know, what to write, and you know, actually, uh, one of them just went straight to Google Translate and. Just tried speaking Indonesians. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. Nicholas. They went that far. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So I think um, one said, love the outfit when uh, Tarizapin performance mm-hmm. in Indonesian. So yeah, he, he put that to translate, Google Translate. And he also said, a great speaker in Indonesian too. Okay. Well, this is this is very interesting, and I I I gotta say, Nick, also here for the record, I admire your friend's dedication because when I initially read the comments, like I see people say, like I'm here for my boy Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I was like, whoa, like these guys are going hard for support. <laughs> yeah. And I was only there for like a thirty second speech. A good 30-second stop-motion speech. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I made that, like, um, 30 minutes before our rehearsal. So, for, for, for 30, 420 mm-hmm. p.m., I finished making that stop-motion thing, and then, yeah. It's cute, though. I love yeah, that it was cute, though. Yeah. It's really adorable. Thank you. Like, and with you doing all the and and the and the and the signs were on cue, like you know, with you pointing at the camera, you making a cross sign, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome. But anyways, guys, uh, moving on to the last point of our podcast here for today. Um, also, I want to uh, give also an information for everyone that. Uh, this is also going to be the last episode of the 2020-21 administration. And whilst we've been talking about the things that we have done over the past year and also reviewing uh, uh, this whole podcast journey, um, I just want to say a couple of me- uh, one thing uh, to our next administration. Uh, I just want to wish them uh, a lot of uh, success uh, in the future and uh, hoping that all of uh, good luck comes their way. And I will personally, as a member uh, of the Permian of, of the Indonesian community here in East Lansing, will continue to support you no matter what. Uh, do you guys? I want to pass uh, the opportunity to you guys to give out messages from the administration. And I'm going to start with Masfakmi now. Uh, you have any messages for the next administration? Oh, yeah, definitely. I have some. Um, Go ahead. First thing first, um, I wish for the next administration 
um, to be self-sustained. I feel like um, after being through a lot of experience during this administration, I feel like um, it's great if you can create um, new networking connections with people. But you know that um, in many times, in many cases, we couldn't rely on um, other people. <clears throat> so I would say that um, it's good to make connection, but always be ready um, to the worst case scenario. That means um, like with or without um, other um, other people or the companions, um, we should um, be able to go, like just go on with the show. Um, that's all I can say. So I really wish that the next administration can build that um, confidence to be able to run everything. Um, but also in at the same time, like, trying to balance um, that, uh, what can I say? How can I say that? Um, just to balance, uh, balance networking, balance the, 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 the relationship. So between the, yeah, I would say the second is like balancing the inner, the inner internal bonding um, within our community with the external networking. So um, it's good to have a good connection with the other chapters, for example, or the other organizations within the MSU, but also to have a good um, relationship with our own community um, within the Permias MSU. Um, another thing maybe um, it's my personal request. Maybe the next administration can um, rebrand our network, um, our networking with the internal affiliates. So um, yesterday I just, um, you know, looked at several old documents from the past administration and I saw like um, actually Permia issue in the past, they got um, a lot of support <clears throat> from the affiliates um, in the inner, uh, within the MSU such as the AS MSU and then University Advisory Board, also the International Student Association. Those organizations, honestly, I couldn't reach out to them during my administration. Um, I don't know, somehow, probably because of COVID. So I, I shifted my um, focus. So then I forgot to, um, to keep up with them. So probably for the next administration, um, just start over um, the networking with them, like see um, their visions or what they're working with, I mean, the topics they're um, concerning about, um, they're focusing about recently and try to see if there is an opportunity for um, Permias to participate there. That would be great if we can um, renew um, the connection with them, but I mean, it's just an option. Um, yeah, overall, um, those are my wish. So just keep going with the good work and then um, find the good, um, bonding between um, the board members because eventually those are people that um, will be working um, with you together like in in high and low and sweet and bitter so just um, making good um, networking between um, the board members because yeah, together because together we survive, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's been my that's been my tagline um, since the Midwest virtual concert. Yeah, so we should we should survive together. Awesome, uh, yeah. awesome. How about you, uh, Matika? Do you have any messages for the upcoming administration that you would like to give up? 
Sure. Um, for the upcoming president, choose your members wisely because these are the people who is going to have your back. You are not alone. Um, these are tough times. We don't, there's a lot of uncertainties. So make sure that you know people that you choose are going to be there and support each other and especially you um, as the leader. And for others, um, make your community your priority because we work for them um, and you know our upcoming too. So not just current, but also upcoming uh, members and um, alumni um, build connections and um, you know have that relationship, have that relationship, build that rapport. Um, because there's not a lot of us here, we only have each other. So um, mostly that and ask questions, you know, ask questions. I feel like, um, again, there's a lot of uncertainty. So if you're not sure about anything, reach out. There is no shame in asking questions. We should normalize that. Um, if you don't know something, ask questions. Um, be humble, you know, um, we're, we're working with others for others. Um, so even though you're the board member, you're, you're still, you, you have a big responsibility. That's just what this, what's the difference between you and others who are not in the e-board. Um, so, um, but yeah, and be, and be honest and true with you and your members. Um, if you think that you're overarching, you know, tell them the truth. And that's that's why like having that relationship with your team will really help with that, you know, with that honesty, with that communication, with that relationship, because it's going to be a year long thing and you don't want to have any bad, you know, bad thoughts or anything towards your um your fellow members um but yeah I think all I just I wanted to say is that um you guys can do it yeah awesome awesome and how about you Nicholas any messages you would like to say to the upcoming administration um yes but I'm just just want to say this for the record uh we're the first Permias MSU eboard to run during the COVID pandemic. Yes. And I'd like to think that we did amazing despite that. Um, I think we have done a lot of new things that we probably would have not done if there was no COVID. And that's all due to all of our members' creativity. And I hope that the next administration can learn uh, can learn a lot from this administration, um, improve upon our mistakes, our gaps, cracks, and hopefully we can return back to the normal situation as soon as possible. Let's make it easier for all of us. Awesome, Nicholas. Uh, how about you, Fabri? Uh, any messages you would like to say to the upcoming administration? Um, yeah, I feel like everyone really just 
they cut out everything really nicely to what the next administration and I think for me it's just um good luck <laughs> and you know um do your best everyone in the e-board um build more connections that's really important um internal like inside campus and maybe outside of campus build stronger ones too and learn from your learn from this administration's mistake mistake and use that as an advantage to improve next year's events or even like continue it you know and have fun above everything else have fun you have the whole year so but then with having fun comes responsibility so you got to know that prior oh also prioritize things that's really important Yep, that's for me. Awesome, awesome. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, with those messages, that concludes the end of our episode for today. And I just want to say, uh, as the creator and lead host of this podcast, it's been a really, really great pleasure working with you guys, uh, with hosting with Masfak Mimbatika in February, and also working with Nicholas primarily on post uh, production. Um, and it's just been a really, really uh, fun journey with all of you for uh, the whole podcast Manto team. And also, I just want to give uh, a shout out uh, to our audience again, uh, especially those who have been following uh, our podcast from season one, episode one, from way back in October until today. And with that, uh, on behalf of the Permias MSU eboard and the whole podcast mantle team. I just want to say terima kasih. Thank you very much. And uh, have a really, really great one, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Terima kasih. Mm. <laughs>